Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And what a show we had for you today. Oh, if you missed wow. it, well, you're in for a treat. Strap <sighs> yourselves in. What a, what a cast list A whistle stop had. through entertainment, Paul. Uh, Lloyd Griffith came in. He is currently in Nolly, which is on ITVX, where Helena Bonham Carter, he plays Benny from Crossroads, mm. in a beautiful, as he describes it, and indeed the writer Russell T. Davis, the, a love letter to TV. It's a beautiful yeah, lovely, bit of telly. Yeah, very beautiful. And Lloyd's great in it, and he talked about that and, and other matters besides. Um, we spoke to Louis Van Potch. He's a journeyman boxer. He's just about to hang up the gloves after about 160 fights, most of which he's lost. His role really is to give a workout to up-and-comers. Yeah, he's a movie waiting to happen, Paul. It's a great story. Really I've always is. been in, impressed and uh, in awe of these guys that do that I mean, job. You did the best off-the-cuff joke I think I've ever heard. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, not so bad. Um, Dean Holden and Tracy Lieburn join us. You know, Dean is the manager of uh, Charlton Athletic. Tracy uh, looks after his kind of player liaison at the club. She's much more than that. She's, uh, she's of course, Carl's missus, Miles' mum. Yeah. Uh, Miles plays for the club, Carl, a legend of the club. Uh, they had a Bush Tucker trial and uh, they both explained why uh, and, yeah. and what Dean had Good to reason. eat. And, oh, well, uh, Charlie noticed Sue Pollard of Heidi Highfame walking past these studios to go and do something on another radio station. Yeah. And we press-ganged her in, didn't we? She came in, Paul. But wow, wasn't what a, she what a, a joy? Hit. What a hit. What a joy. The she people played the lock her. as well. We were looking for someone. We so, were struggling for celebrity combination lock today. And there she was. Dreams so, were answered. Pollard, Lloyd, Van Poch, Holden, Lieburn. <laughs> what a back five. Here they all are. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon, Paul. Nice uh, to be yeah, here. lots of things to get the listeners uh, going yes. on to, today. Yeah, we heard um, from uh, the, one of the Leeds coaches there. Um, uh, sadly, not Chris Armas because he's going to be in the dugout. But it's, it's, it's a chance to go up to Leeds fans and say, "You're right. You're looking forward to Chris Armas." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish it could be Chris Armas every day. Yeah, that's right. But he's unlikely to he's, get the job full time. Like I'm sure Chris you know. has never heard that before. Never in his life. Of course, never gets tired of it. Do you think his parents thought about that, Paul, when they were when they were naming him? Well, I said they went with. They probably called him Chris. They called him Chris. And one day said, "Should we shorten it to Chris?" And they went, 
Ah, OK, we haven't really yeah, thought that night, through. Yeah. yeah, we just heard uh, a little bit early on. Now, of course, that was Michael Scabalo, the under-21 coach who was chatting to the press today. Um, Victor Orter is their uh, sporting director. And I don't yeah. think when he does bring out his autobiography, it'll be called Why I Order. <laughs> <laughs> the picture of Lauren Hardy on the cover. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I gave it to him and he gave it to you. It'd be good, wouldn't it? it the, that's been a touch of the Lauren Hardy about the way Leeds used to be run, but not so much... Uh, these days. Now, uh, on the subject of uh, Leeds United, we are going to be chatting, he's, he's, of course, Victor Orta, Spanish, Spanish connections. Story from Ass, the, uh, yeah, no, it's 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 true, Lovely. I tell you. It's um, <laughs> from one of the Spanish uh, press outlets suggesting that they've approached Raul really? for his first big job. He's, he looks after Real Madrid B at the yeah. moment. But what about that? Yeah, I can imagine. So, I, so, do you want to chuck Raul into... Um, I can imagine Leeds fans' hearts sinking at that. Yeah. Just I mean, not a wonderful com- player. Someone completely untried at management, though, you yeah. know. When they've sort, they've sort of just had that. I know Jesse Marsh had a bit of a track record, yeah. but... They don't want that again, do they? You know, they they're want, also looking. They want your safe pair of hands for well, a bit. I mean, more, it, don't it, they? it's there's no. I'm looking at the, your mate Mickey P. Kerr, who's yes. a, uh, he, he slung in the idea of big, let's get Big Sam to keep us up to the end yeah. of the season. One or two Leeds fans on with Jim saying, let's just get a steady pair. Maybe. Well, I had maybe Warnock you, pitch this morning on well, yeah, on Laura and Ali's right. show. Neil maybe Warnock. you need Red Adair mm. at this stage for the three or four months. And then maybe you can bring in Raul or Bielsa yeah. back when they've got a bit more time. But anyway. Mick, Mickey's just messing me, actually, and he said he wanted Carlos Corboran. Oh, yeah, well, that's, that's, wanted, I think that's the favourite one. West Brom fast, I spoke to my West Brom mate earlier on, and he was like, yeah, we've had one good month. All right. Now, now <clears> everyone's <throat> swooping in for our manager. Yeah. Well, and he has got Leeds connections. He worked there with Bielsa, so I can see why that is. So um, we will find out more about this. Also, uh, Andoni Iraola, who is the Real Vallecano coach. Gosh. Again, these are, I mean, why not? Somebody can come in and make a noticeable difference at this time of the season, but, you know, it is, it's a kind of dice, big Sam yeah. type role, isn't it? It feels like at the moment. Are they not in the Pochettino, Tuchel sort of market? Are they not in that <sighs> arena, Paul? They could be. I mean, it, it, you know, they'd maybe take a bit of persuading to walk into a team that are. Uh, in that position at the moment they'd have a look at the squad I think Pochettino probably Andy's right he's waiting for two jobs to come up that's Tottenham or Chelsea what about what about the uh, Spurs assistant manager he's got 100% record yeah he's very good very never good be, never 100% been beaten. record beat Stellini yeah, he's never been beaten <laughs> good so. quiz question that Paul for it the future be. yeah Stellini uh, the, the day that Harry Kane uh, broke the the Spurs scoring record. Who, who was, was Spurs manager? Who was Spurs manager? What a great in ten, yeah. a years who was time. Who in the dugout? What a what a great quiz question. Just keep that in. Put, keep put that a little in. bit of paper years in your time. back pocket. One now, year's time. Uh, something else to get you going on. Yeah, when much like Scubala and uh, and um, Chris. Christmas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when were you ever called him to be the gaffer? Suddenly, you're in a, a sort of junior management role. You were just you were plucked from the shop floor. Yeah. Whatever it was, you suddenly found yourself the gaffer. In what mm. circumstances did you crash or burn? Did it all go badly wrong? Ideally, yeah. it went badly wrong because if you say, "Yeah, I got the manager's job and I've been doing it ever since," I mean, it kind of. And we, yeah. we need a bit of a story from you. But I've only ever managed once, Paul, and of a hundred percent record, and we won a trophy. For oh, my, okay. My son's uh, junior school right. team teacher couldn't do it. It was the final. 
I and you was, stepped in. I was in. the manager and the referee, and we won on penalty. Oh, well, well can done. You, can you believe it? Are those two things connected? <laughs> can you believe it? I wasn't it? necessarily thinking of football. I just meant in oh, the work in the oh, workplace. Right, okay, sure. In the workplace, suddenly you were thrust into the limelight. You You're were the, in charge. I'm in charge. I'm in charge. That's right. Charlie's uh, new catchphrase. I think it's been done. Um, so talksport.com, text 1889, tweet TSH&J. And, uh, we, yeah, we had a little exchange on our WhatsApp group for the show earlier on. Mm. Uh, Lee Camp, wasn't it, was oh, um, yes. was confused for the Chile the manager. manager, yes, on that's television. Right. Uh, that's right. Uh, Sky just mistakenly uh, said, oh, look, the, the Chile manager's in. Eduardo Berries. Oh, it's Lee Camp, for goodness sake. <laughs> and, and he looks nothing like doesn't him. doesn't look much like him at all, does he? Yeah, so I don't know where they, where they got that from. So um, just now and again in life, you get mistaken for very random people. I yeah. say, excuse me, mate, aren't you? Have you have you mm. had any of those, Charlie, over oh, the years? Oh, I've, I've had uh, professionally. Yeah. Was once really lined up for quite a good job, really good job, yeah. like travel the world sort of job, documentary. But we wanted to just match him up with other people. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't know why I've got this. And it turned out they thought I was Charlie Brooker. <laughs> really? Yes. I, oh. don't know, I don't know if that's why I'm here, Paul, if I'm... If you, I'm breaking you, so you're the not news. Charlie Brooker. <laughs> if I'm breaking the news to you now. Yeah. yeah. They thought I was Charlie Brooker. I wonder so. I kept talking to you about Nathan Barley and you give me the thousand yard <laughs> stare. Why are you on Very about, strange. Yeah. But also, we've got Lloyd coming in later on. I always get mistaken for Lloyd. Really? Lloyd often gets mistaken for me. So, what about that? That's just how it works out. Um, I, was going, well, I, got, I was on a jolly once to go. I went off up to Anfield to see um, Steve Nichols' testimonial back in the day. Yeah. And just wandering into the ground. And a couple of scally kids on a wall said, hey, Woolly back. And I said, who do you think I am, lads? I said, you're Paul Warhurst, aren't you, from Blackburn. <laughs> I thought I was well, that's Paul not bad, Warhurst. That's pretty good. Yeah? Paul Warhorse. Paul Warhorse. was a great show. <laughs> what Remember a show Paul Warhorse's show in the West End. Fantastic. <laughs> years. It's brilliant. Puppet. Just a puppet. Paul. Just a puppet, Paul Warhurst. <laughs> and the puppet good. could play in defence or yeah. up front. Take you right back to that era he was at Blackburn. <laughs> <laughs> Woolly back, they're shouting at me, these Woolly kids. Back at you, so I did, even from the accent, they weren't having it. No, uh, they no thought I was putting it on. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. A lot of excitement uh, just in the studio. Ooh. We saw wandering past uh, the studio window Sue Pollard. <sighs> Star of Heidi High. The perfect celebrity combination, not guest. We we're, are we're in negotiations. Our people Paul. are speaking to her people, so stick around for Sue uh, Pollard. Oh, anyway, no, I love Heidi High, Paul. I know we're not going to get. And it's not talk Heidi High, it's talk It's sport. not. Yeah, yeah. We are going to talk. We, we, if we get Sue on, we will talk <laughs> yes. Heidi High. What were that? And Lloyd being Benny from Crossroads. Oh what gosh. a day. What, what a, a time dream. to be alive. Unbelievable. <clears throat> now, later on, Declan Taylor is going to join us uh, to talk Anthony Joshua's return fight and. Um, Usyk and AJ but that's at the, the kind of glamorous end the top end mm-hmm. of the market but um, every weekend in sort of small halls around the country fighters are fighting and um, journeymen should be saluted guys yeah. that go out there take fights often at a very late notice put up uh, a great effort yeah. unexpected uh, unexpected to win in fact they're positively <laughs> <laughs> tough told, men Paul though. tough men yeah the feeling is that they shouldn't be winning they're just giving a workout to an up and comer etc and uh, Lewis Van Poch is one of those fine journeymen he's hanging up the gloves after a final fight uh, in Bristol in his native Bristol uh, in March and Lewis joins us now hi Lewis 
How you doing, guys? You all right? Yeah, yeah we're good. good. Thank you. Uh, we'll, we'll talk more about your final fight that's coming up. But I think people who listen to the station, some who love their boxing will know that guys in your game do things like this. But there, there will be others who think, I don't really understand how it works. So ha- what happens? When is the day or when is the moment as a fighter? Because, you know, you're obviously thinking at some point, you get into this because you want to be a contender. When does it change? When is the point where you say, okay, yeah, I will be that journeyman fighter, takes late fights, takes on people, does other promoters a favour, etc.? Um, everyone sort of has their own story about it, but um, how, how it worked for me was uh, um, you soon realise when you turn professional, you turn pro of all the good aspirations of you want to be the, in and the Joshua's shoes. Um, but then you soon realise that there's a, there's a big rigmarole, unless you're signed by a big promoter, uh, and or very good and or can sell a lot of tickets, then you're probably not going to have much of a leg up in the sport anyway. Mm-hmm. And everything has to go well, everything has to go perfect um, along the way for you to get up to those sort of levels. Um, so, yeah, for, for me, I'd sort of turn pro of a lot of high aspirations of maybe I could, if everything went my way, I could maybe fight for a British title mm-hmm. and go from there. Really. But um, I soon realised I was never going to be a world beater and I wasn't ever going to have everything on my side. So, uh, yeah, I just realised that uh, there was a, a name to be made for myself doing it this way. And mm. um, I've been doing it. How many years have you been doing, how many years you've been in this kind of, uh, sort of, in this particular game, the sort of journeyman fighter? Um, so, I literally, probably in the second year as a pro, right. um, I really, I realised that there was, um, there was more of a market for myself. Mm. Uh, doing it this way than there ever was being in the home corner. Yeah. Do you enjoy it? Do you enjoy the buzz of a fight day? Do you still feel that adrenaline? Yeah, so I, I love boxing. There's nothing I love more um, in the world than boxing. And uh, and to be part of the sport uh, in my own way has been special. I've, I'm, I, I have loved it. I'll be lying if I said I've, I loved every minute. But, um, <laughs> but, I, but I, definitely, I definitely have loved, loved doing it. I'd, and I still do enjoy it. And uh, it's going to be a sad day when I have to hang the gloves up, but it, mm. it's definitely... Who's your favourite type of opponent? Is it someone you know that's going to be a good workout or or do you feel like you want to get in there and, and try and get the job done as, as soon as possible? Um, I don't know. I don't really know, really. Um, you find the guys who have a bit more boxing brain, mm. they tend to be the easier fights because they tend to look for their shots a bit better okay. and they, t- they take their time a bit more. So the guys who who have got a bit of a brawler's mentality and are less polished boxers, they tend to be the tougher fights because they just don't stop coming at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Do, do you find that different promoters will say to you, um, Lewis, what we want you to do is go, give him a proper workout. Take him X amount of rounds. We want to see what he's like. We want to see what he's like under pressure. Others might say, you know, give him a couple of digs, see how he deals <laughs> with it. I mean, they're looking for you to answer some questions for them, aren't they? Um, yeah, but it's like it's not as cut and dry as that. It's um, it's very much uh, um, there's a book of, there's a protocol in the boxing. It's unwritten. It's an unwritten protocol. But it's like if you want to try and win every fight, you can. Hmm. Um, but it's detrimental to to me and my career if I do keep winning the fights because, like I said <laughs> earlier, um, the unless you're signed by a big promoter and you're um, you're selling a lot of tickets, which journeymen do not. Um, then, then you're not. You're probably not going to go anywhere or get get any help. Um, so yeah, there's this. It's like it's not them saying, "Oh, take him four rounds for me, will you?" Hmm. The emphasis on you going the distance and making in, yeah, 
staying in the ring and and making your stock rise as much as theirs because mm. get you get you earn your stripes in this journeyman game and you don't it's, if you're going in there getting rolled over every weekend you're not going to get work but if you're going in there getting getting um, results every weekend you're also not going to get any work so it's finding that happy happy balance. I looked down the list of uh, guys you fought. Uh, Sam Eggington stood out. Uh, Curtis Woodhouse, of course, for uh, Manplay Football as, as well yeah. as Boxed. Uh, I saw him there as well. Um, uh, who was the best? Was there, is there someone you fought over the years you thought was uh, maybe a young fighter up and comer was a real prospect? I mean, what was Sam like? So, Sam, Sam was, um, I fought Sam twice. And I'm, I was actually chatting to his manager, John Pegg, today. And mm. I, I think the only fighter to have ever boxed him twice. Um, <laughs> so I'll take <laughs> um, But. But um, yeah, there's there's a couple of standout guys in the record there. There's um, uh, there's Lerone Richards. Um, he was just a, a level above me. He was, I was in fifth gear going backwards, and he, he was just <laughs> and took and and did, and uh, as he went for the gears, the referee had to step in and stop the fight. Um, Zach Parker. He was again just literally all, all the skills in the world, and he could punch a bit. Um, I got stopped in a cut on that one, so I was a bit, a bit unfortunate to happen for that as a stoppage on my record. Mm. Um, so recently, though, there's been a couple. There's been two lads recently who are really sort of unearthed gems, and I'm probably going to unearth said gems now because I'm doing it live on TalkSport. <laughs> However, um, uh, Callum Simpson, he's mm. a from Lions, and he's 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 a serious talent. He's got a, he's got a bright future. And there's a lad, he's a Romanian lad called Andre Descasi, I believe you pronounce it. And he's uh he's he, he's literally got all the tools to be a, a top top prospect in this sport. Well, we'll we look out for him. So the record stands, um thirteen wins, hundred and fifty two defeats, four draws. Uh, but you yeah. said you'd won a little run of fights and then the phone stopped ringing because <laughs> that's not your job, they see it as fit to go out uh, winning fights. But um why now then, uh, Lewis? Why have you decided this is the moment to to stop? Well, this was always going to be my my last um, year as a as a fighter. Um, so I, sort of, I always said I wanted to do ten years as a pro, and I achieved that back in November last year. So that was my tenth year. Um, and then I was for my medical. Yeah, how it works is your your license is governed by your medical. Mm. Um, expires in June. So I was always going to hang the gloves up in June, but um, I'm I'm 33 this year, and um, like my body's just not reacting how it should do anymore. I'm, I'm getting a few aches and pains, and um, essentially my body's starting to give up on me, and I can't I can't do it at the the level that I should mm-hmm. be doing and want to be doing it at, and I'll do myself a disservice if I keep going. So I just I think it's not now's a good time to bow out, and mm-hmm. and it just so happened that there's a a, a boxing event. Uh, a big, a, a nice size event in Bristol, where I now reside. I'm from the Forest of Dean, but um, I reside in Bristol. So it's, it just so happens there's a show that at the same sort of time I was thinking of hanging the gloves up. So hmm. uh, that was the line for me there. Uh, and are you going to stay in the game? Are you going to coach? I can imagine you as some sort of you know figure in the corner. Like, Come on, Rocky, that sort of guy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, to be a professional boxing coach, you need to give up more time than you than you do already as a fighter. Yeah. So that's never appealed to me. I've I've, I've got a day job, so yeah. that's um, that's going to take preference. However, uh, I can announce it now actually because I I got the the paperwork through today, and the, the the head of the boxing board asked me to keep it under my hat until I got the paperwork. But um, I've actually passed my um referees assessment. Oh, brilliant! So I'm good. Fantastic. Yeah. 
So that's the next step. Okay, we need oh. someone after the, the the great Mickey Van. We need someone in a red shirt and a black bow tie. It's about <laughs> yeah. time. Somebody has got. Somebody has got. Bring it back. Yeah, bring Mickey's. He joined us. Great. He joined us on the show once. We brought a book out. Man, he was a character. He was fantastic. But let's bring back the red shirt yeah. and the black tie. That Lewis. That would be. That would be nice as a tribute to uh, That's Mickey. That's great, Lewis. Well done. Yeah, fantastic. And uh, just uh, just one final word. You you admit that you you were dedicated to the boxer's life, but you did take one or two fights when you had a bit of a hangover, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're fighting, if you're fighting every weekend, then mm. you, there's dark times. Where you're not going to be a hundred percent, or you've yeah, yeah you've got carried away the night before and obviously I'm just not, I'm not advocating to any boxer to go out there and have a pint the day the day before a fight no. which you never but um but yeah there's been times where I've like literally been three or four pints deep and then mm. uh, on the Friday night and then they said do you want to step in and fight tomorrow night and yeah or, or just my willpower and um uh dedication slash uh uh, yeah, willpower hasn't been in the right in the right space mentally. But, you're going um, to have headache anyway, aren't you? So you know, yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, one way. Exactly. Of lo- that's one way of looking at it. So that fight, March the 25th, um, yep. in Bristol, and um, people can follow you uh, at Poochie P O C H I underscore seventeen, and yep. uh, they can get tickets from you. Or where's the venue where the fight's happening, Lewis? That's actually a cool little venue. It's, um, it's actually a former underground car park. Ooh, right. Uh, it's now turned into a venue for like concerts and raves and events like boxing. So, uh, yeah, so it's a cool little venue. Uh, it's called Underground at the Galleries. Okay. Uh, Fantastic. So uh, not not so much uh, MSG, more uh, NCP, isn't it, really? <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine. But I like that. You have to pay to get out. Keep holding your ticket to get out. Yeah, <laughs> That one. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lewis, we hope it goes well. Uh, at Poochie underscore seventeen for all the details on uh, on Lewis's career and uh, and getting tickets for his final fight. Go out with a bang. We hope you go out with a win, yeah. Lewis. And uh, yeah, it's a fight fan should salute you because there's been you know up and comers and fights that wouldn't have happened unless uh, you'd put your body on the line. So yeah, let us know when you're a ref as yeah, well. We'll, we'll, we'll cover that. We'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye out something. for yeah. your refereeing career. All the best. Honestly, cheers for having me on, guys. I'm a, I'm a big listener, so I'm, I'm oh, absolutely buzzing and humbled to be on the show. Oh, look, yeah. look, great work. Uh, LVP and the NCP, it's great. It's, got, <laughs> it's really got something come going. On, come we're, on, we're man. putting the poster together for you. Why look, don't you I'm ref- on the phones of the printers as we speak. Yeah, it's you- time you pay <laughs> yeah. and display. Yeah, reference. <laughs> <laughs> Um, why not referee the fight as well that <laughs> yeah, would be fantastic be. <laughs> give the bloke a standing count that fire hasn't started yet just don't forget which floor it's on yeah <laughs> cheers Lewis all the best hey cheers guys thanks there for having me on uh, Lewis uh, Van Poch there uh, Poochie they're his friends yeah lovely and uh, yeah after all those fights <laughs> calling it a day Every, every weekend, Paul. Oh, that fight of the weekend. Yeah. Every weekend. But we've had journeyman on before. It's an incredible world. Yeah, you know, very few sports where you have people like I that. I suppose you'd know how to cover up when you, you yeah. know you'd know how to look after yourself. You it's know. like if you've got a hot young striker in a team, you could call on like a footballing journeyman equivalent. You think yeah. he's, a, he's a good lad, he just needs a bit of toughening up. So I want you to man mark him. Yeah. Give him a few digs. That's the National League, Paul, you're talking about. Kick him. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Sorry, that's right. the National It's League called is. the National League. I did wonder. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Thank you for getting in touch. Yeah, it's um, The former Derby County, Nottingham Forest, etc. goalkeeper, Birmingham City goalkeeper, Lee Kemp, was mistaken the other day by uh, Sky Sports for Chile's coach. They put a little <laughs> caption under him and, and said he was the Chile coach. So I just wonder if at any point anybody went up and said, excuse me, mate, 
Are you the chilli coach? Um, and that does sometimes happen. People think, excuse me. And they get quite insistent about it. Yes. We've had a couple of examples. Uh, my brother-in-law, says Malcolm from Brighton, was mistaken for Eric Cantona, food shopping Tesco's in Cheltenham. Even though he told them he wasn't Eric, they didn't believe him until uh, he had signed their T-shirts. So he signed them just so they'd leave him alone. To this day, I'm not sure whether they realise they've got fake Cantona T-shirts. I don't, I don't know how people expect... I don't know, how would you prove that you're not someone? It's difficult, isn't it? Yeah. It's I mean, di- it's difficult. And people get very bolshy. This is from Jonathan. My wife was once told she was TV's <laughs> super nanny, Joe Frost. <laughs> Despite being in Sainsbury's uniform with a name badge clearly showing her name, which wasn't Joe. She said, look, I'm, I'm not. And they said, yeah, OK, and walked away winking. The best example of that, Paul Jones, the great blues singer oh, yeah, and, and broadcaster yeah. who sang with Man yeah. Fred Man. Yeah. He tells a story. Do did well, he? Well, that's right. He tells a story um, where he was at a party and the woman came over and said, Paul, I'm just the biggest Manfred man. I've got all the records. Oh, you know, if, if I had a specialist subject on Mastermind, it would be Manfred. I'm, oh. I'm the super fan. And he said, oh, that, that's really lovely. See, I, I loved your vocals. I loved your time with the band. And I loved you on Do What Did He. And I loved you on The Mighty Quinn. Oh, yeah. And he said, oh, no, that wasn't me. She said, what? He said, no, I didn't sing on the mic. It was Mike Darbo. And she leant into him, quite angry, and said, I think you'll find you did. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what you're up against. Pretty Flamingo. He sang Pretty Flamingo, yeah, he didn't did. he? Yeah, he did. So that, one, that's, he? that's what you're up against. Yeah, uh, this is uh, Andrew from Oldham. Uh, yeah. Paul, Charlie, one, excuse me, who are you? Are you? That me and my wife still laugh. It happened on holiday in Turkey over mm. ten years ago. Yeah. I'm swimming to the edge of the pool when this lady asks, excuse me, are you Johnny Wilkinson? Right, okay. <laughs> I look round, astounded. Who, me? I'm completely bold. All right, okay. She was perplexed when I wasn't him, and my wife and I convinced she meant Duncan Goodhue. <laughs> Is that the same? I don't know if that's the same thing or not, you know. Yeah. There we are. Very nice. And we're also doing when we thrust into the limelight, Paul. Yeah, when this the, is off the, the back of these leads, coaches. The ma- yeah, have to be the manager. You Chris know. Armas. Are we all looking forward to Chris Armas? I think we all are, aren't we? Even we now. The, yeah. We, we How many like... shopping days left for Chris Armas? None. Of course, the window's closed. I'm driving it? home for Chris Armas. Are you really? Yes. What do you mean to watch the game or listen to the game on TalkSport tomorrow night? Exactly. The only place you can hear. Exactly. Leeds versus Manchester United. Terry, a Trev's been in touch. Yeah. I was watching my local pub league team getting trounced for. One yep. and at half time, their manager asked me to say something. Having managed previously at semi pro level, I gave the talk, made a couple of changes, and we won. I got oh. the job permanently. Nice. Well, if you didn't want it, what did you, would you still have to do it? Yeah. You're the manager now. <laughs> oh no. Uh, my mates, for some reason, think I have hands like Tim Henman's hands. I mean, that is... That's weird, isn't is it? Isn't that a skill, Paul? Well, you can't know. come up to someone in a pub and say, excuse me, mate, are those Tim Henman's hands? <laughs> <laughs> the hands of Tim... He- Charlie Tim- Baker will be signing copies of his new book, The Hands of Tim Henman. <laughs> What's the hand twin? Isn't that a thing? Isn't that- What's that on? Hand it's on a twin. TV show, isn't it? He's my hand twin. That's on a show, sounds isn't a bit, it? Can someone bit, Google that? Actually, sounds a bit... Don't, don't, sounds, Google. Don't, 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 don't Google hand twinning, because Charlie's not altogether sure where he's heard the phrase before, and I don't like the sound of no, it. No, yeah. I'm not sure about it. That's right. There we are. Uh, we had a... We had, no, not on a subject we've done at all, Paul, but uh, we uh, yesterday went to the gar- garden centre. Oh, yeah. And uh, I don't mind the garden centre as I get older. Nice, isn't it? Do you like the garden centre, Do you have a cup of tea? Do you sit down uh, a cup of tea? We went, were we went you young, Were the youngest... You must have been the youngest person having a cup of tea at the garden <laughs> centre yesterday, weren't the you? T-shirt wasn't open, and there is a nice T-shirt. They do a good breakfast as well, oh, but nice, all yeah. that was off, Paul. Yeah. We were there to look at potential trees for our garden. Nice, yeah. 
we ended up buying some eucalyptus, a, oh, eu- yeah. a eucalyptus bush. Mm-hmm. Which we got home and we put in the ground. And my you haven't dad got went, any koalas around your way, <laughs> well, have you? Because it could, it might not dad, last. My dad long. went, You might not want that mm. in the ground. Mm. We were like, All right, dad, yeah, okay, what do yeah. you know? He goes, Yeah, you, that'll get quite high. That'll go high. It grows to 75 uh, feet tall. Wow. Eucalyptus. Like a so, beanstalk. Uh, so we've had to take it out and put it in a pot, Paul. <laughs> it's, it's gone nowhere, that story, other than no eucalyptus in the ground. Friends. Friends, it's Joey and friends, dance. had a hand twin. Dance, see, that's it where it came from. Thank you, dance. It wasn't just me up. making it up. No, Thank you very just, much. I was a bit worried about it as a term. That was all. <laughs> uh, on one Manchester Christmas night out, um, I had one person ask if I was Nick Powell at United at the time, and some tourists asked me for a picture, thinking I was Gary Barlow. Says oh, Paul. Very nice. So uh, that's two for the price of one. Excuse me, mate. Aren't you? Um, <laughs> aren't you Gary Barlow slash Nick Powell? Um, my boys under 11s football team coach couldn't make it one week and he asked me to run it after the eighth goal had gone in against us all the parents started singing you're getting sacked in the morning <laughs> oh, yeah you would you'd give beautiful it, you? yeah, Martin yeah. from Flitwick Martin thank you very much we've never had we've never had more texts than people saying Joey Tribbiani's hand yes twin. sorry about that was yeah that's yeah apologies that's the thank well you done. there's no prize Dan's got there first as he often no does prize, thank you for those I was telling Andy the other day uh, on Love Island there was a stomach bug that broke out on Love Island I'm thinking we would have had to close down filming on Bean Island. Bean Island. Oh my goodness yeah. me. Would have been in. Well, maybe that's one of the rounds. Talking of beans, <laughs> yeah, you t- get a stomach bug. Yeah. Do you still find the person attractive? Talking of beans, Charlie. Were we? Um, well, we are now. Oh, we are. Um, Captain Beanie, sixty-seven, oh, who yeah. uh, in his um, flat in Port Talbot has it. the baked bean museum is selling the Baked Bean Museum off for 5,000 quid. Now, I know you like to occasionally sit down in your underpants after a couple of beers and yeah. buy weird stuff oh, on, yeah. on buy Facebook Marketplace. I do, yeah. I do yeah, like yeah. the idea of, like, you come and your missus saying, what have you bought? What's that? I'm oh, sorry, I bought a bean museum for five grand. Is the bean museum self-contained? Is it, is it in his house? Seen, is it in a box? I've seen. No, I've seen pictures of it. It's it's quite a collection of uh, bean paraphernalia. Oh, so he's got it all in like a cupboard. He in changed his, house. his name by deed, Paul, to Captain Beanie. Oh, okay. uh, it's all in his his council flat. Does that come with for the five grand as well? The name? Do you get the name? I'd like to think so. Is there, uh, a, number, here he is. Is there a number plate There's a involved? Picture of him in his flat. Like, so it's uh, a nice paraphernalia, beans-based paraphernalia. It's in Port Talbot. It's on TripAdvisor. Things to do in Port Talbot. The Bean Museum. They send you there. Yeah, that's right. He opened it in two thousand nine. They've got space hoppers. Mugs, bean bags, mm. lots of other bean-based. Uh, he's also got sixty baked beans tattooed onto his head, which oh. he did for charity. Do you get those? Nice you don't get those. I know you don't get those. So why is he selling it for the raise the five don't grand? Know. I think he just feels like he can't do it justice anymore. I mean, feels feels a, feels a lot. Feels like you could just sort of go out and buy five grand's worth of beans. Yeah, but it's, it's all in the curation, isn't it? You know, it's just a lifetime's work for Captain Bean. You, you, you can you can poo-poo it if you like. I, feel like. I feel like there's more to the story. We're still waiting on uh, Sue Pollard. I don't Sue know how people are getting on. The trouble is, across. so many of our assistant producers and producers are quite young. Yeah, they don't know she is. And they're like, she walked past and we're all going, Sue Pollard. Sue they're Pollard, giving us yeah. a thousand yards, not a clue. Yellow coat. There's you, you're acting out bits of Heidi High. You're doing all it. the voices, and they're none the wiser. Come on, Spike. They're none... I'd love to be Ted Bovis in, in Heidi High. Yeah. They have a Bring reboot. Bring it back. It. The reboot, yeah. Okay, Char- Spike. Charlie Baker.
Anyway, Lloyd Griffiths will be joining us. He was in the reboot. Well, he, he was he'd in. He'd be up for it as well. He'd probably get it. Nolly with uh, Helena Bonham Carter. Fantastic. I watched it three parter on ITVX. If you if you're around in those days of crossroads, uh, as th- then you'll definitely enjoy it. Is and it about enjoy- Ian Nolloway? It's <laughs> that's right. Ian Nolloway. That's right. The coach that didn't quite make it a parallel career to Ollie's, but it didn't quite take off. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paulsby, Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport Now. Uh, recently at uh, the Charlton Training Ground, they had a Bush Tucker trial, mm. which saw the manager, Dean Holden, go head to head. Uh, with um, Tracy Lieburn, who is the first team player, uh, head of player care. There. Yes. Of course, a famous Charlton name. Carl Lieburn, her husband, yes, and Miles Erlad, who plays for the team. But uh, yeah, it, it, I've seen some pictures of it in the time recently. Looks pretty hellish. Yeah, head of player care. I don't know, like he, he, head of he, manager Head of player. manager care, that's true. <laughs> doesn't extend to that. I think uh, Dean and Tracy join us now. Good afternoon, both. Good afternoon. How are we doing, fellas? Yeah, oh, we're good. good thank Stomach you. Stomach settled yet, Dean? Yeah. How, how are you? I mean, look, some of the things you had to eat, Dean. Wow, we. I mean, maybe we should start with Tracy. How did you, how did you talk him into this, Tracy? Um, it was actually really good because he just offered, and we because yeah. I was obviously like need to figure something that bad that fans and everybody will want to donate to, and I think you said that you've done something similar before. 
Yeah, I did it years ago when I was at Oldham, but it was, yeah, nothing like this, though. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably just a player's night out, was it? I would imagine. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so yeah, Dean was well up for it. So I was like, okay, great. And then, obviously, I came up with the menu and then Dean wasn't so up for it, I think, when he saw some of the items on it. But, yeah, <laughs> it was uh, definitely not very nice, but yeah. we've done fantastically on the fundraising so it has been mm. worthwhile oh great yeah so for a great cause and we'll, we'll come on to that in a minute but dean was it all the, so what did you eat and what was the worst of it would you say um pig's anus oh right okay okay um, mealworms crickets the worst thing you know was what was in that drink blended mealworms blended oh. mealworms <laughs> it was like half a pint and Ooh. as you drink it it was a bit like when I was 14 trying to get some cider down me. I think coming back up, and it's that was the one that, yeah, that was the one that unfortunately got me. And there was, yeah, there was sick all over both of us at that point. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> and all the players, he was sick. And the players are there watching, are they? They're watching this all unfold. Absolutely. The place was around. The canteen was rammed, rammed with first team players, first team staff. Under 21 players, um, <laughs> everyone was in there. Literally, you couldn't see it from the photos, but yeah, it was um, definitely uh, viewed by a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm loath to ask the question, Dean, and I, we, have, we have many great people from the world of football managers. I don't think I've ever asked one of them what pig's anus tastes like. <laughs> um, and, I mean, not a bit like chicken, which is what everybody says. I take it it wasn't a bit like chicken. No. It had been cooked, apparently, but no, it was the smell of it. Oh, my word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, Tracy, it sounds like you kept it. Do you not remember mm. oh, 22 years ago when my wife was doing Snow White? Do you not remember asking me on all them 10 questions about it? But you don't remember that. I got all 10 right. Oh, right. Been really? Oh, I've been on times now, but this is for much better. <laughs> this is for a much better cook. When your missus were doing Snow White, no, oh, we man. asked. We had ten questions for you oh, back man. in the day. That didn't sounds we? like you, Paul. Yeah, it did. That yeah. Sounds like you. Yeah, nothing's changed. I'm still, <laughs> ask, still asking stupid. Right, that's a good question. Still good asking idea. stupid questions. That's right. But Tracy, you kept it. It sounds like you kept it all down. You had a stronger stomach mm. than Dean. Yeah, I, I kind of like did. Quite, I, I actually thought I was going to be really bad, um, but I did really well. Um, but I'm not very good when other people are sick. No, so no, I think no. that's what got me. And I had like, I'd taken a whole mouthful because I'm a bit competitive, but I hadn't swallowed it. And then I started laughing. And then, yeah, then, then yeah, I had a bit, bit come up as well. So, oh, um, yeah. The but the pig's anus is the worst thing. Yeah. It's, I'm not, I'm not, somebody has sent us a picture of their local butchers. They sell it. They don't call it pig's anus. They're, yeah. a, touch, they're a touch more route yeah. one than that it, in their it, description. It leads, it leads a bit more graphic. I'm surprised if you can do that in the butchers. But uh, anyway, <laughs> um, but the, the, the players didn't escape because, uh, Dean, you had, a, you had a couple of snakes in there as well, didn't you? So uh, was there any, any of the players didn't fancy uh, a snake around their neck? I know where you're going with this. I've only been in the job five weeks, so okay, so I'm not going to start calling players snakes. I know where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it was that. That was the bit I had known nothing about. We had to flip a coin at the end to put a snake around me and Tracy around each other's necks, and I I lost the toss as usual, and I got the bigger one, which was a pipe. Was it a pipe? I think. Yeah, royal Bulls piper. So uh, no, I went and got the. I could see the players were all laughing and joking at the manager making a fool of himself, so I just made sure that they sort of got involved in it as well. But. You know, Aside from the money raised and obviously the awareness, which is massive, which I'm sure we'll come on to in a minute, it yeah. was a nice chance for us to show ourselves as a football club, as to like the spirit that we're building behind the scenes. It is a brilliant, it is a brilliant club, yeah. and obviously we're in League One at the moment, which is not where we want to be. But you know, Charlton maybe necessarily won't, won't be getting that type of 
of profile. So it was a nice chance for us for the club to show off what, what good, you know good people that are down here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, lovely, a lovely uh, cause as well. I know you, you've done a lot around prostate cancer, Tracy, and uh, we'll come on to what's going on at, at the Valley this this weekend. But um, yeah, I mean, it's something that that's very close to your heart, isn't it? As well, this charity. Definitely. Um, my granddad had prostate cancer, but he died of something else because he was like 86. But then my dad got it and he passed away because of it. So um, it probably took me about four years of anger and grief to turn it around into something positive. And I tell you what, to this day, I can't believe that potentially we've saved like 65 men's lives. Mm-hmm. So I think it turned it around more positive in my dad's memory if I'm honest and it's it helps me with my grief in a way when mm. I have and recently a guy of 79 and his 51 year old son both we saved their lives they both found out they had it and they wouldn't have found out if it wasn't for one of our, our testing days yeah I saw the video it was a really moving video of the two guys talking about it and you've got another you've got another testing day coming up haven't you this is this weekend Yes, it's on Saturday. Um, so far, we've got 467 men booked in. Um, so there's only like just just over 20 left spaces. It's our biggest one we've ever done. Um, so it's it's amazing. But obviously, that's why we did the meal squeal because um, there is the test of 10 pounds that the, the fans have to pay, and then we have to make up the 15 pound difference. So mm-hmm. that's why we every year think of something really horrible to do so excellent. people feel sorry for us to donate yeah excellent you, you've had a you've had a, a pretty good five weeks i'd say dean as well in, in charge you've beaten some some big teams and exeter um been and, to old trafford and been to old trafford are, are, are you enjoying the job is, is, is it harder than you thought it's it's everything i thought it would be and better i can't tell you i never thought i'd live in southeast london it's just an incredible place mm. we've, we've had complete buy-in from from the supporters in terms of what they've seen on the pitch. Um, every, Tracy's a good ex. Everybody needs a Tracy Lieber. Trust me, at a football club. It's the most underrated job in terms of player care, manager care. It's a bit ironic for the for the, for the task that we did last week. But <laughs> um, you know what? It's It shows that when there's a purpose behind something, as Tracy's got with, with losing a father, what you can achieve and the money that's been raised, the players, the supporters, the staff have all put their hands in the pocket. Um, and there's not a lot of money flying about at the moment with the, the state that the country's in. So that, that shows you when there's a purpose behind something. That's all we're trying to do at the football club is, is bring the, the club back to what it once was and maybe even better. Obviously, a, there's a process to that, but in the short term, I couldn't, I couldn't have asked for many more in terms of the buy-in from, yeah. from everybody down in south-east London. I'm, I'm just loving, I'm honestly loving absolutely every minute of it. Excellent. And uh, Tracy, he's, uh, Dean's going to have to keep picking your miles, otherwise it'll be a bucket of pig's anuses for him. Half-time. Even worse than that, big big Carl will be knocking on my door. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, that's the thing. You don't exactly. want Carl knocking that's on your the, door. That's, you don't want that. So so uh, between twelve and three, those the PCA testing day uh, at the Charlton Fleetwood game. And uh, if people want to donate, Tracy, is that that still possible? Or can they do it on the day? Can they do it on Saturday? Um, they can do it on the day, but um, we've also got a link as well. Yeah. So um, it's um, invest in my community, and then it's you just put on my name, and then it will come up. Um, still got about just about 1,200 left to raise. Mm-hmm. So but we'll definitely smash it. I mean, like like Dean said, the support we've had from the players, sponsoring us, the staff, 
you know, even all the players came out with the dishes to kindly serve it to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's been amazing. And we'll, um, yeah, we'll if we if we get the link from you from our guys, and we'll put it up on our um, on our Twitter feed as well, so people can uh, find the link to donate there. And Dean, nice touch from you. I see from some of the Charlton fans on the train back from Exeter. You bought my pint on the way back after that win. Yeah, I needed to get back to Manchester. There was a family issue, so I jumped on the train at Exeter, and there was probably fifty odd of them there stood outside a WH Smith. So yeah, I bought, I bought them a couple of cans each. To be fair, one of them come turned it up with two or two bottles of red wine. I thought that was taking the mickey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bit much, <laughs> bit much. Yeah. You're uh, looking at me like, why are you not in VIP? And all? I was like, because we just all football. so we had two hours of chatting football. Obviously, they were picking my brain. We had a couple yeah. of cans of beer each. Again, nice way to sort of bring the supporters with us on this journey, really. Yeah, lovely. Well, look, good to talk to you both. As I say, we'll send that link out and all the best. I hope it goes well on Saturday. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. Take Cheers, care. Bye. All the best. Bye. Bye, bye. Dean Holden there, the Charlton Athletic Manager, and Tracy Lieburn looks after the first team. Yeah, that's right. Remember Big Carl, what a player he was. Oh, yeah, he Fantastic. Was, and Mars yeah. doing brilliantly at the moment. He's had yeah. a bit of an injury, I think, early in the season, but it's been been fantastic for Charlton. And mid-table, yeah. but it's a tough division, that. Yeah, yeah it's very, a tough, very tough, tough league. old league. Yeah, yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, as promised, uh, we're sitting here and doing this uh, national sports radio show, and who wanders past the, yeah. the, the glass outside the studio? Sue Pollard. You can't pass, sit, you can't pass Sitcom it royalty. So, uh, oh, we lovely. Sit- Shall I do one? Heidi, hi. Heidi, hi. Well done. It's a dream come true. <laughs> do you, Sue, do, you get, do people ask you to shout that, or do they shout that at you in the street every day? Um, no, they shout at me uh, at that, at my pe- person, yeah. about... 20 times a day. 20 times oh. a day, yeah. do you? But do I don't they? really mind it at all. No. The only thing is, if anybody does want to shout at me, it's it at me in the street, yeah. can they just ask me just while I'm there? Because sometimes people don't like to... Uh, they're too nervous to shout it. So they let me walk a mile up the road and I have to go, I like your song, We're Starting Together, Sue. That was oh, it. Not that, I, so not that I'm a, a super. He is a bit ultra. of a super I'm fan. a super I'm so grateful. I was just saying, I still get people asking me, would I come and sing at you know, their yeah. son's wedding or something? But <laughs> I can't, you know, otherwise you'd just be a wedding singer. Exactly, yeah. you can't end up doing that, can you say? I don't that mind doing that. that, though. It's fabulous. But, you know, they, they never offer you any money, which is fair enough. You don't want that, yeah. but they just send you a piece of cake, which yeah. is all very well. They send it in a jiffy bag and there's nothing left of the cake there because it's all squashed. Exactly. Wow, we. I mean, but when when the when the I mean, look, it was it was as you said, uh, Croft and Perry who wrote it, so it was going to be a hit. But when you're in a hit sitcom like that, Huge. it's just twenty massive, million massive, people a week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like you're kind of public property, really, Sue, aren't you? It must be strange. Yeah, I mean, it is. At first, it is because you then think, oh cracker, this is a bit overwhelming. Because, but then. I'm not saying you get used to it in a, in a in a big-headed way. It's not that. You get to know what is required of you. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. People only want your time. Yeah. Just yeah. a couple of minutes, especially now. Can you have a selfie, please? Is it, yeah. And then you've got to embrace that. Mm. It's no good. But some people aren't very good at that, God love them. No. They're private people and they just want to go, oh, no, I'm not that person when I'm off there. Yeah. But I think if you're that type and you you don't mind doing that, then you just bring a bit of pleasure to people. Yeah. You just yeah. get on with it. And they'll always say, I met Sue Pollard and yeah. she was great. And like, you know, it's, it's a kind of people just say nice things about you, don't they? She takes a couple of yes, seconds it's just, of your time. Uh, but I won't mention any names at all. Go but on. when you yeah. go, no. <laughs> 
Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm telling you, I, I, it's no good asking me, man. I've got zit lips. <laughs> but you know, you hear so much gossip. But anyway, oh, yeah. um, taxi uh, drivers, it's amazing. They're very free with their views on. Oh, yeah. Guess who I had in last week? <laughs> he was a right. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. You, I, and I had to say to somebody once, darling. Can I just say to you that he's actually a really good friend of mine, and so you know you can't. You've got to be careful that you don't yeah, willy yeah, nilly. Sure. Yeah. Do you know how you do? Yeah. Anyway, oh, 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 I only said so and so, and I just say, oh, it's all right. Forget I said it. But. <laughs> <laughs> so we're a sports radio station. Do yes, you, I love it. Do, I, I do, you have a, do you have a do you have a football Aren't team? Aren't you a Forest fan? Oh yes, I love Forest, and I'm thrilled to bits. Yeah. Uh, they, um, I think they won last night they or the night before on one Sunday, nil. Yeah. They, they did, yeah, yeah, they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Was, but then they got trounced by Leeds or yeah. something a few yeah. days yeah. earlier. Oh, have you been yeah. on the Have you been on the pitch? You've not been on the pitch at the ground. Give them a big hidey high. They'd love you. They'd love you to go out there. I think they probably would. But I did go on one pitch once, and it was it was it the friendly. Oh, we're talking. 40 years ago. Oh, right. Yeah. And it was, of course, the derby, Arsenal oh, and... Wow. Tottenham. Uh, yeah. You're on the pitch at Arsenal? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Doing Heidi Hahn, I kicked the ball off. Oh, wow. I mean, not off. I mean, I kicked it to wow. whoever... Yeah. Like Diana Ross. Yeah. At the World Cup. Oh, lucky Graham was... Roberts didn't put her into Rose Z. I don't... <laughs> yeah. Wow, we're <laughs> oh, good, but I had to leave before the end because we'd never have got home. It, the, the traffic and the... Oh, yeah. The thousands oh, yeah. What of a people. Nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah, but it was great, though. Loved of it. So you, you, you still keep busy, you do lots of panto and stuff, don't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, it's called um, Pollard in the Powder Room. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is all about, you know, the things that you've done and stuff and a bit of campery and, you know, and, and I've just done a show, well, actually, it's, been, it's going to be shown on BBC Two April, called um, Pilgrimage. Oh, yes, oh, I've right. seen They've that series. Yeah, oh, excellent. Wow. So it was excellent. Basically, you walk along a certain path. Yeah. It's a religious kind of thing, really, but yeah. it's not like boring about, oh, I pray five times a day and okay. all that. Yeah. Uh, but you, you have to walk the way the pilgrims walked. Wow. Yeah. And it's a um, £15 backpack. Right. Okay. You know, I thought, have so, you been telling us the fee for a minute there? So. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, we see what we're getting. 15 quid, quid. yeah. <laughs> I thought you'd go out for a bit more than that, to be honest. Yeah. Maybe that's why you're not getting those weddings. Yeah. <laughs> 15 quid soon, yeah. Pollard charges. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, can you imagine? Well, I've heard. Yeah. She's, she knows. Well, I'm not an expensive artist, to be honest. I mean, I am things like, but transport. Yeah. You said to me today, uh, shall we get your car? I said, darling. By the time they find where it is, because yeah. I think there's one London Bridge Street or oh, something, yeah. London Bridge. The last time they came, they were so sweet, but they were 40 minutes. Mm. I could have been home within 15, because yeah. oh, I'm yeah. really short. It's all about location for me. If it's yeah. going to take me too long, I'm I'm not proud. I don't want a car. Wow. No, no, well, look, no, no, we, yeah. we, I think we got a car awaiting you. So yeah. we're going to let you do We're going to play Celebrity Combination Lock with the best celebrity we've had in this slot. Here we go. Celebrity Combination Lock with your hosts, Paul Hawksby and lock keeper, Charlie Baker. Now, Sue, we've got this uh, combination lock. Yeah. Don't knock the lock. Don't what, knock what? what don't we knock? knock the lock. Knock the, oh, so, yeah. That's all right, yes. <laughs> the lock. Or you say knock and I say the lock. <laughs> the lock. Uh, hey, Heidi's going, it's like Heidi, hi, ho, dee, ho. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, okay, yeah. What don't we knock? 
The, the Lock! lock. There we are, good old Sue. All my dreams come true. Uh, all the stars have played it. <laughs> Chesney Hawks. Yeah, they've been, uh, Lloyd Griffiths in the minute. Al yeah. Murray, the pub landlord, rugby league legend, Martin of Fire, Tommy Walshoff, Ground Force have all played it. Joe Wilkinson, David Earl, Bob Mortimer. Um, we just need four on. numbers. We've got a combination lock we can't open. Can't open. Sue. And some, uh, we need some sports kit in a, in a, yeah. in a stinking locker. We need so. we need to open it. We just need three. Now, I can give you a bit of a clue because somebody has guessed. It was Bob Mortimer who guessed um, three of the numbers right, two of them in the correct place, and he went with 0836. So three of those numbers are correct. So 0836. Three out of the four are correct. Not necessarily in the right place. Yeah. I think Rob Orton gave us yeah, three correct numbers, three in the correct place. 0336. That was... Three of those numbers are in the correct place, so 0336. So, with that in mind, Sue, would you like to give us your four numbers? In I saw you on House of Games the other day, Sue. I oh, thought yeah. you were excellent on that. Oh, yeah, yeah. but thank you, darling. Oh, I think are. you're being incredibly kind. No, no, no. Well, I didn't get a prize all oh. week. Charlie oh. won it, Sue. He was on it a few months ago. I didn't, I didn't want to bring it up. Sue. Yeah, won it. Won the trophy. So you flipping should. You have to. If you really should, I think that's amazing yeah. because you know if you. If you can get all those and all those things right. well, good yeah. on you. I'm yeah, really, you, really impressed set me up with for that. the rest of the yeah. year, to be honest. You say <laughs> so. Give us your numbers, Sue. What do you think? You're my spirit animal, Sue. Okay. Four numbers. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. And so, oh, yeah. God, have I got a time limit? You could get so oh, three of those. I've just thought. No, hang on, that affectionately. Now, knowing this. Now, there are two zeros, yeah. both at the front of these. Yeah. Now, the thing yeah, is, yeah. I'm I'm imagining, I wonder if that same number yeah. from me is going to start with an O. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, okay. do you want to go O? I, I think I should. Oh, okay, O. So, uh, you've got O336, so you might want to go 36 elsewhere, maybe with yes. another number. Yes. Mm. O? Uh, I'm going to go with O then. Yeah. Ho, ho ho yeah. Oh, yes, ho-de-ho. Yeah. Or sometimes in my accent, oh, ho-de-ho. Yes. <laughs> Forget the H. So what number, what's the um, second yeah, number we're going for? The second number I would like yeah. is um, six. 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 Oh, six. Oh, six. And then three. Oh, six. Three, six. Six. Oh, six, three, six. Three, six. Let's lock Let's that in. Let's find out. Let's lock that in. Here we go. Zero. Six. Yeah. Three. Six. Six. Honestly, the production values are fantastic in this one. Here we go, Charlie. Open the lock. I'm putting them in. Four soup. numbers. Oh, six, three, six for super. Nobly needs by the pool in twenty minutes. Oh, yeah, oh don't tell Miss Cathcart. Here we go. Oh, oh I'm so disappointed. So. Oh, I'm really disappointed. I'm terribly <laughs> sorry. How many did Sue get right? Let's ask the voice of the lock. Three. Three. Oh, How many three. were in the right position? Two, two oh, in the right position. Two. Still, two. Well, I've got to put that on, though, so for the next yeah, person that yeah. comes. Yeah. So I'm person. at 06336. 06, 06, 0636 you went with. We'll so, put that on the list. Luckily, oh, we've had to do all the hard work. Yeah, the I know, person, someone will get yeah, it. No, well, whoever it is, good luck to him. I don't yeah. care. That was a great bit of fun. Someone will sw- swoop in like Barry and Yvonne Hargreaves. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that bit. Do you know when she I've got to tell you. <laughs> it was that fabulous episode, and she goes... 
Oh, get on to our agent at once, Barry. I didn't come here for this. No, I am a dancer. I, I'm not a... That's my bum. Because one competition, they had to sit, put their, put their backsides through a hole. Oh, there go, yeah, and there was a competition called... Uh, that's we'll do, your bum. We'll do that next week. Thank yeah. you very much. Honestly, that's a good if one. that was Anton Dex, that's your bum. That would be prime time <laughs> Saturday night, wouldn't yeah. it? Well, it would, I mean, it was fabulous. Anyway, so there was Barry saying, oh. "I won't be a moment." Obviously, at that time, there was just the red, um, you know, phone box. Yeah, and it was amazing. And um, he practiced his speech, what he's going to say, mm. and he obviously says to his agent, um, "Hello, darling. It's um, it's Barry here." Five seconds. Barry Stewart Hargreaves. <laughs> Obviously, the agent hadn't got a clue. Charlie gets it every time he calls his agent. <laughs> don't you? Charlie, Charlie Baker. They thought it was Charlie you know, Brooker. The, the beard, that was Charlie Brooker. Yeah. That's how it Sue, goes. Sue, oh, it's been lovely to see you. Oh, no, it's we my really pleasure. appreciate this you popping real, in. It's a dream fantastic. come true, Sue. Yeah. Bless you. When it was all fantastic. And um, I hope. Um, Are you going, are you? Okay. Yes, I have to go. <laughs> I was hoping for I mean, a photo. Darling, Are you camped, I feel Lisa? like I've done about a three hour musical, dear. I'll never get back to my chicken. We're starting together. Well done, and you got the right note. We're taking a chance on what we've Beautiful. Well done indeed. You're listening to Talk Sport Forest. Get Sue on the pitch at halftime. Thank you, Sue. All the best. Real Take pleasure. care. Uh, Lloyd Griffith here shortly. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, what about that? The whirlwind that was oh, Sue Pollard. She, she came to us and she left in a flash. Amazing. But what, what a great honour to meet her. It really was Sick a great honour to meet her. To sing with her, Paul. Yeah. I'll always have that. I was yeah. a bit disappointed. I ran out of. The, I knew the words were starting together. Yeah, and then when it got to the next bit, the words went. They were, but still, so, she's joined in with you. She always, did. you know, it's it fantastic. Lovely. Now, well, thanks um, for all the tweets. That was lovely from her. Yeah, as well. people really enjoyed it. So it was lovely to see. It was impromptu, but someone who was who planned to come in. It's, it's uh, talking about the great days of, of British television. Uh, Lloyd Griffith is a regular guest in the studio. He's a big Grimsby fan. You know him from Soccer AM, of course and his fine goalkeeping prowess. But he is in uh, this new ITV three-part drama on, on ITVX currently called Nolly about Noel Gordon, who's the queen of the Crossroads Motel, which was a huge uh, kind of late-afternoon soap uh, back in the day, and she was a kind of TV royalty. Uh, Lloyd, lovely to see you. Thanks very much. I mean, that was amazing watching yeah. you guys fan fanboy over so. It was fantastic. It was amazing. And she was a world one, isn't she? Yeah, the, she the was. level of excitement. The energy Did levels. you think it was like Lionel Messi in the studio or yeah. you know, yeah. someone, someone like, Look, some um, big sporting legend in yeah. the studio? Yeah. I mean, you'd have her in the Grimsby midfield with that energy, wouldn't you? Yeah, box yeah, to yeah. box. Yeah, 100%. Fantastic. Tonight. Physio. We need a bit, we need a bit more Sue Pollard, lads. Yeah, come on, lads. <laughs> we need a bit more Sue Pollard. Where's your Sue Pollard? <laughs> now, we're going to talk first about Nolly because I've watched all three three parts and it, it's a beautiful thing it's a lovely tribute I mean if you kind of were of that era which kind of you weren't I mean do you remember no, much of Crossroads you probably don't I'm, remember I'm, it I'm aware you? I'm aware of Cross. I was aware of Crossroads because yeah. of various different characters my mum and my family watched it so you know they would often talk about Benny from Crossroads yeah. and that's the character that I'm playing so I yeah. play Paul Henry the actor and then I play Benny the, the actor the character that, that, that Paul, that Paul, uh, that Paul but played but you never act, you never have to do a Miss Diane because you're always in you're never you're always Paul aren't you well, Actually, there's there's a few bits. So we did we actually filmed two or three scenes where right. we're in, in, on the farm yeah. and we do a couple of. Uh, That's right. Yeah, we, there's a we're few in the background. In the background, yeah. yeah where there's there's a section where like um, Helena, who's playing playing Noel Gordon, is in the back, just kind of like overseeing it. Hmm. And so it was it was it was interesting because I, I spent a lot of time getting into like the character. So of you Benny. watch lots of old Crossroads because Helena Bonham said she basically watched every Crossroads to yeah, play so, the part. So the, the production company that did it with um, are. Are brilliant, 
brilliant, yeah. absolutely brilliant. Key Street Productions, and they just gave us hours and hours and hours. And there's lots of there's a lots of footage of Crossroads. Yeah, it was yeah, on yeah. every day, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, twenty odd. Oh, well, live sometimes, isn't it? They shot they shot well, it as well. They shot it as live, oh, okay. so it never went out live, but they shot it as live. So they filmed for, for half an hour, hmm. and they basically just didn't edit it. So yeah. they just it had to come in at <laughs> half an hour. So it's a really good little story that's that's in that. I'm, I don't think I'm giving anything away if you've not seen it. But basically, if they were under running. Hmm. The phone would go. Yeah. The phone oh, would amazing, go. And amazing. then someone would go up to the phone and do a completely improvised <laughs> phone call that was then never referenced ever again. It like is very no acorn antiques. It's quite hard to watch yeah. that now. With, well, you know, when we were doing rehearsals, it, yeah. obviously written by Russell T. Davis, who yeah. is the king of uh, yeah. uh, scripts, and uh, directed by Peter Hoare, who did also It's a Sin. Incredible director. And they said, Look, can you not watch acorn antiques? Yeah. <laughs> Could you just keep watching <laughs> yeah, Crossroads? Because yeah, yeah, what yeah. we don't want, we don't want the pastiche. No, yeah. we don't want it to be comical. We want it to be, we want to film it so we filmed and what the beauty of, of, of Nolly as well obviously it's shot incredibly like the the, the kind of like the, the DOP team were amazing incredible camera crew but then you they actually filmed it on 80s cameras and 70s and 80s oh, cameras really? so then idea. you can kind of you get you get the cut between now, as it yeah. were, and then and, and yeah. then, so it was beautiful. So you feel like you're you're in part of you know. Yeah, the scenes Crossroads. that were from the show had that very kind of pushed color. They looked like they pushed looked color. like the show, didn't and they? It looked, it looked brilliant. The acting is as close to the acting was. Yeah. if that makes sense. It wasn't. You know, if you look back at it now, and go, oh, it's quite, quite hammy acting. Yeah, yeah. And things just happened. I mean, people would just walk into a bit of set and they'll just carry on. Yeah. That was absolutely fine. No, we're not going to reshoot that. Just carry on. A man would drop a bag. They're like, yeah, we'll, we'll just crack on with it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, so. It and was, it's made with a lot of love. That's the thing. I, I saw Russell T. Davis talking about this, and he's clearly he was a huge fan of the show. And it's, it's made with a lot of love and affection. Yeah. And the casting's fantastic. Everybody feels very authentic, yeah. and it's just brilliantly. Put I, actually, I couldn't. I couldn't go to the premiere because I was on <clears> tour <throat> in York, <clears throat> and so I only watched it myself uh, the other night. You know, I just got home and watched. I've actually only watched the first two episodes. And it's, I think it's beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah. shot amazingly. As you say, the casting, like you look at people like Chloe Harris playing Miss Diane, it is unbelievable. Yeah. Richard Linton playing uh, uh, David Hunter. Yeah, David Hunter, David David Hunter David, that's and, right. Um, yeah, he was kind of always the, the long pauses. And yeah, stuff. it's brilliant. It's amazing long <laughs> yeah, pauses. Yeah, yeah. And Richard, obviously, Thomas from uh, Silent Witness, <clears throat> Con O'Neill as a producer. Oh, yeah. you know, oh, well, who's been in um, Happy Valley. Happy Valley. Recently. He's yeah. a great actor. Um, and then I, I play. Uh, um, Paul Henry and Benny, Benny. good yeah. good actor, good actor, good actor. Great actor. Yeah, thank yeah, great, great actor. You are, Lloyd, you are a very good actor. Thank you. Yeah. I know I laugh at you, but you are a very good actor. You're yeah. very good. Performer. I know I laugh at you. There's a compliment in there somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was it was, ama- it was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing to be a part of it. And it's just Russell uh, said a really nice thing. It's, it's essentially it's a love letter to TV. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And is. I think that's the best that. way of yeah. uh, you know people always talk about Crossroads. The Crossroads fan base is huge, and it's still. Do they going. like it? Yeah. They, have they given it? The, I think yeah, the, the I think they have. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because again, it's, it's <clears> not <throat> taking the Mickey. Yeah. It's absolutely, you know, it's Russell doing what Russell does, and that is just creating the most beautiful, yeah. perfect scripts. And you know, Helena is just absolutely out of this world. It's a know. beautiful yeah. moment in Sorry. episode three, a, a, a kind of callback to the original series. I won't give it away if you yeah. haven't watched it, but I it's just a lovely. lovely Lovely moment. So go and watch it. It's a. It's called Nolly. It's on ITVX. Three parts, about sort of just under an hour long, and it's brilliant. Really great TV. If you remember that era, Lloyd's weather is going to stick around because yeah. Grimsby, the FA Cup tonight, of course. Oh, I can't go. Oh, uh, you're working. What have you got? A- Tour day in Norwich. What oh. time does it start? Seven thirty. Will oh. I be on stage the whole time the game is on? Yes, I will be. Oh. Am I deeply regretting this? Yes. People are going to be shouting. 
It's 1-0. I mean, they're, they're going to be. I've they? already had those tweets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, people going, by the way, I'm going to shout out the wrong scores oh, during nice. that. I'm like, brilliant. Well, That's we may nice. as well just write yeah, to the kick off now. Well, look, but keep you in touch with that game tonight. Our focus will be on the Wrexham at Bramall Lane tonight against Sheffield United. Oh, the That's underdogs. our commentary A couple of people game. asking for Sue Pollard to be co-coms. Yeah, she'd be great. Yeah, she can do the next, <laughs> oh, yeah. forest, do the next forest game. The main commentator she's would got, not get a word she, in edgeways. I was saying she's got to do a, a Watford game. Is she Miss uh, Creed Cathcart. <laughs> she can give it one of those <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was yeah. this afternoon's show. Beautiful. You'll always have that duet with Sue, whatever Beautiful. happens, Charlie. For the rest of my life, Beautiful. it happened. Beautiful. The little 10-year-old boy watching Heidi High. Yeah. Little did you know. Sang starting, to, well, the start of starting together yeah. with Sue Bollard. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. Myself and Charlie, and not myself and Andy, will be back tomorrow. Charlie, you're back on Thursday. See you Thursday. For uh, the birthday spread, where Charlie's on a fine run. Do hope you can join us from one, if not podcast available, around four o'clock. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.